this is Pink Noise. Welcome back. Welcome if it's your first time. And I will say welcome back to myself, since I haven't made an episode in quite some time now. But I do have a new episode today with my friend Paul Burgess, and we're talking about his project Weiler and the debut album from Weiler, Nothing Ever Happens. I first met Paul back when we were both living in DC, and we were both eager to make music and to find people to make it with. And we didn't make any music together in DC, but later on, eventually, we did actually collaborate. Um, he contributed some vocal parts to a remotely recorded uh, chorus that I that was a part of an album I released last year. And he was the first one to send in his vocal parts, and I'm grateful to him for that. And so I'm happy to be sharing Paul's music with you in this episode. And I think without any further ado, I will get into the interview. So here's Paul Burgess and the music of Weiler. If you could do like sort of a Kanye style, you know, auto tune on my entire anything that I say, I think that might make it a little more listenable, maybe. I feel like people wouldn't even notice anymore because that's just the way all vocals are done now. I'll send you a clip of me saying, hey, my name is Paul Burgess and I'm Weiler. But it'll be, yeah, full on like lost in the woods, Kanye. <laughs> That'll really set off. The, and then it's like Ira Glass trying to interview Kanye would actually be pretty, pretty rad. I guess the the impetus for this whole project kind of has its roots in why I came to Los Angeles in the first place. So I don't know. I was in I was in Washington D.C. for you know eight or nine years maybe, and it got to the point where I was playing in three or four bands and had you know practice or shows five or six nights a week every week for years. And at some point, I just decided to, to try to make the jump to L.A. and try to if I was going to put that much time and energy into it to just try to do it. Um, so the, the important thing is <laughs> for this album, at least uh, when I came here, I told myself that I wasn't going to do anything musical just for fun. Um, basically I would only do music or audio work if it, if it was paid because I was trying to turn it into, you know, my career, I guess. Um, when I say it like that, that, Sounds pretty unhealthy, doesn't it? Oops. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's weird. At the time, I, I just wanted to be very disciplined and not get distracted and not have my five or six nights a week 
burned on passion projects. Um, and I say passion projects, they're pejoratively on accident, but that was how I was conceptualizing it at the time, which is not how I think of it now. And I, I think that was a, not a good way to think about things. Um, but basically, yeah, so I did that for a couple of years. Um, and I'm still actually still really proud of a lot of the music I made for, for quote unquote work during that time. Um, but during the lockdown in LA, uh, especially uh, a lot of like entertainment freelancing work dried up in addition to a lot of other things. And after a while, I found myself taking uh, an office job again, which was, you know, what I had left behind in DC, uh, which I'm, I'm sure you could see where the album name comes from partially already. Um, that was, that was really good for like my stability, I guess, and my, my mental health at that time, uh, just having that stability. Um, I, re I remember I signed the offer letter and then the next day, I wrote the first notes uh, of Coasting, which is the first song on the album. Uh, the album name I already knew was going to be Nothing Ever Happens. Um, basically, it was like after two pretty, honestly, pretty interesting and difficult years of trying to monetize my passions. Like the, this song was the first new thing that I let myself make, not because I had to. the songs kind of vague uh vibey names um instead of being overly specific um i don't know i think that kind of fit the, the more just the atmospheric tone i was going for you know i during the you know the days of the lockdown when i was writing this um at least here in in los angeles you know i would just drive around uh you know during golden hour and just like drive through the hills um, just listening to music, that was my only chance to get out of the house, essentially. I, I think that heavily influenced the kind of uh, music I wrote during that period. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of these songs kind of have some of that golden hour instrumental vibe for that reason. That's when I would go out driving, and I still think it's kind of uh, driving music.
the album is is about cycles uh on <laughs> just because I, I and i still haven't unpacked it fully uh myself it's just cycles of behavior my own behavior i guess and circumstances kind of like leading me back to the same general place but i remember that week very specifically being basically like the spark that lit the flame where i was like i'm i'm going to retake control of my life again and i ended up making like you said uh like sweeping set of changes to my life and just getting closer to living the life i want to live which is why i think the name of the album is kind of a red herring obviously some things happen <laughs> some not all but uh nothing ever happens is more uh, to myself it feel basically there's like an implied it feels like nothing ever happens that's obviously not true but why does it feel that way and now the music's out a year and a half later and i still don't have an answer so maybe the second album will uh we'll get some clarity interesting thing about finishing this and finally getting it out uh i don't know i like i feel like i can't write music like this anymore i've sat down and tried to write stuff in this style and i can't do it i like i was in a fugue state or something i i i don't know where it came from i tried to write more stuff like this and felt like i was trying to you know force a square peg into a round hole and i've just had a lot more fun working on other other styles and, and playing with people again since, you know, it's getting back to that now has been, uh, I'm getting my groove back. That's great. Is there any other dimension to positive personal life changes that you can say anything about? This, this may sound more, I, I don't know. I, I'd spent a while playing in other people's bands, um, years where I just have, you know, five practices a week just cause I wanted to perform and you know, the camaraderie is huge. Um, I feel like this really unleashed some sort of wellspring of realizing that oh, I wasn't just a person who could play the instrument I played in those bands. Uh, and I wasn't just somebody else's side man. It was kind of a, you know, a transformational moment of independence for me and moving forward and out of the side man role. And, you know, now I'm putting a, a live band together for this and sort of, taking over you know the same role that you know my old friends used to have um 
is exciting and scary and uh and worthwhile i think conversation with Paul Burgess of Weiler. The new album, Nothing Ever Happens, is available pretty much anywhere you find music, including Bandcamp and Spotify. In this episode, we heard excerpts from Coasting, Keeps, and Loom. If you're new to Pink Noise, you can listen to old episodes. They're all available for free in your podcast app, and you can visit pinknoisepod.com to find the old episodes there as well. If you'd like to reach out, you can send me an email to info at pinknoisepod.com and you can find me on Instagram at pinknoisepod. Feel free to let me know what you think and suggest uh, any music for the show. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.